The Diehard Eagles Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Get started today and you'll get a risk free bet up to $500. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at wynnbet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by Coors Light. When you're sweating out your bets, make sure to grab a mountain cold refreshment. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's literally made to chill. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by the SGPN app. Just enter SGPN in the App Store or Google Play Store. Welcome everyone to the Diehard Eagles podcast. I'm Sean, stacking the money green with my fellow diehards Robbie and Justin, and we are um, near what is it? Almost uh, 30 days out until training camp starts. Perfect time to get hypotheticals. Start looking ahead towards the season. Got a little gimmick here. We're going to be drafting Eagles players that we think can swing the season for the Eagles. Hopefully in a positive way. I know we have a positive Rob off season, positive Rob with us, Robbie, what are you looking to grab in this draft? We're going to be each doing a little snake draft here, picking four players. We think can swing the Eagle season. Of course, Jalen hurts off the board, but uh, do you, do you, what kind of prep work did you do coming into the draft? I, I pulled out the roster and, and kind of went through it. Took a look at the projections going into 2021 where we have some holes, maybe guys that are coming back and just made a little list here and I'm going to go through it as we choose. Yeah. And it's interesting too. It, I think this really can, it's really obviously open to interpretation. What you mean by swing, because certainly, you know, in this draft, you want, you want to, you know, obviously take the good players, the better players, but are they really going to swing the season? Because we're already projecting the good players to be good. You know, maybe the swing players, someone that had a really shitty year and now they're going to have an amazing year. Uh, Justin, where is JJ Arthago Whiteside on your uh, draft board? Do you have him? Do you have him low? Do you have him high? I know you have the Jersey still hanging on to it. Massive <laughs> side. I mean, again, he could be comeback player of the year. If he gets 40 catches this season, I mean, <laughs> worst, worst Jersey purchase ever. But um, with that said, um, I, I like that you brought him up. I think you brought up a great point, Sean. And that's what I went back and forth with is, you know, you got to pick a guy who's, you know, a, a solid roster guy, but at the same time, if he was playing at his best level last season or near it, uh, why would you say that he's going to turn the season for us if we if he wasn't able to do it last season? So, I think that's a great point. And uh, you got to keep a guy like Whiteside off your roster though too, because oh, wow. if he's playing, that means that Smith sucks, Regor sucks, Fulgham sucks, Ward sucks, and then that just leaves him making these catches and having a great season, which means the Eagles will suck overall. So, I got to keep him off of this. Or Optimus Rob, he's just so amazing that even, <laughs> even though those guys are awesome, he's just next level. So he's we're awesome. really in good shape. 
<laughs> yeah, Sirianni did some great work then, if that's the case, right? He's, he's a receiver specialist. Oh man. Well, if you listen to the podcast, you know for a while, uh, Robert Mays and I had a uh, falling out. I talked a ton of shit because <laughs> he was super condescending. It was 2017. The Eagles started out four and one. Uh, one of their wins were the Redskins. He somehow still listed the Redskins higher on his power rankings than the Eagles, even though they beat him. I lost my mind uh, against him. I I now have a new uh, enemy, and it's these. These dorks over at Pro Football Focus who were talking massive amounts of shit on the Philadelphia Eagles, which I take personally. They threw out two bets: one, um, that the uh, Philadelphia Eagles would have the worst record in the NFL at fifteen to one, and I will happily take your action at fifteen to one. I'll even give you twenty to one that the Eagles won't have the worst record in the NFL. And another uh, prop that they threw out that was was uh, Nick Sirianni, first coach fired. Now it's at fifty to one, but still, that is that is. Is insane that Nick Sirianni would be the first head coach to be fired. Justin, I mean, there's no scenario where Nick Sirianni, in my mind, is fired midseason. I think even if he went 0 17, they would let him finish the season. What scenario would he actually be fired? Yeah, there's no way that happens. Uh, I think actually in that scenario, how he actually gets fired quicker than uh, Sirianni does, because if, if they're going to pull Sirianni that quickly, then things have really gone downhill. And uh, I think at that point, Lori would actually fire Howie. I know he's his guy, but he'd have no excuses at that point. And then, you know, maybe at the end of the season, if you bring in a new GM, that guy might want to go with his own new coach, but he certainly wouldn't be the first coach fired. I don't see it any, any way. No, it's, it's impossible. Robbie. I mean, uh, is there any way Sirianni is the first coach fired? It's, it's kind of insane to even entertain it, but I, I can't even come up with a scenario things would have to go so bad and he would have to do something so stupid. Um, I, I, just losing. I don't think's enough. I think Jeffrey yeah. Laurie is generally a patient guy. I, I candidly can't imagine a scenario where he gets fired this year, period, let alone med mid season. I think he's at least getting two years to show he can do something, you know, especially, I think you have to consider they knew they were hiring a young coaching staff here. I mean, these aren't seasoned veterans. Honestly, that's one of the things I like. I like the upside. I know we're going to have some bumps in the road, some learning curves, but I think that factors in even more. To, I, I don't see a, a scenario where he's gone this year. Um, if we do, we're in big trouble. Uh, and I'm with you, Sean. I don't see us having the worst record in the no, NFL either. I, th- that to me is likewise ridiculous. I mean, candidly, I think our over under wins are six and a half, and I like the over on that. I, I think, you know, if the offense comes back, we could surprise some people. I think we still have a good offensive line. If healthy, Um, you know, if our receivers can just step up, you know, we have miles Sanders. I think we can score some points. The defense has some holes. It's a question mark, but I just don't see how we have the worst record in the NFL. No, that that is just goddamn insane. I mean, Sirianni would have to pull like a Riley Cooper uh, for him to get fired uh, midseason and be the first coach fired. Rob, you mentioned the Eagles' win total, and I I bet the uh, Eagles' win total, and I did it at the beautiful win in Las Vegas. I took the uh, Eagles over six and a half. I it was there was a ton of juice actually on the over there. It was like minus one forty. But again, you don't have to go to the win Las Vegas. I mean, if you are going to Las Vegas, highly recommend it. But if you can't get out to Las Vegas, don't worry. All you got to do is go to winbet.com, download their app, and you get up to a $500 risk free sports bet. Terms and conditions apply. Get all the details at winnbet.com. Download the app today. All right, we're going to get this draft going here. 
how are we going to determine uh, this this draft order, Justin? What what's your idea? How do we how do we determine the draft order? Oh man, I don't high school, high school GPAs. <laughs> That's so unfair. I'd be dead last. We all know that. We can't Rob, do SAT I, I, I think yeah, SAT <laughs> off the off the board. Uh, yeah, you did, you did go to the Indiana User, University of Pennsylvania. Uh, Rob and I, Penn State guys. <laughs> Although Rob finished up at Penn State, I finished up at Cal State. Not as prestigious. All right, why don't we do it? We'll go by uh, we'll go by order of time zone. So Justin. You have the and do we want to do snake draft? Uh, so we rotate, or do we? Yeah, we got to do snake draft. Yeah, go snake. That's fine. All right, we'll have Justin go first. I'll go second. Rob pulling up the rear with the first overall pick in the team or the uh, in the selection of Eagles that will swing the Eagles twenty twenty one season. Justin, you're on the clock. Who do you got? All right, I went with a guy who actually has had a fairly decent season last year and has been pretty you know, solid with his numbers since we've had him. Um, that being said, I still think he has a, a higher ceiling and a, a lot more improvement and uh, could be a little bit more consistent in order to swing our season. And I went with miles Sanders yeah. because of that. I think, you know, especially with Hertz being at QB and we can't pick Hertz by the way, so can't go with him, but uh, with him being at QB, we really need Sanders to step up this season. I know he's been fairly decent, but last season he was still under a thousand yards. He had what eight sixty-seven, only six TDs, and uh, his attempts were twenty-first in the league. I know a lot of that was Doug as well. We could put some blame on him, but if we can uh, keep him healthy for a full season, he could play a little bit more regularly and then have you know some more consistent games. You'll see some great games by him, and then I feel like you'll see some games where he'll he'll miss a couple passes or drop one here or there. So if we can get him also evolving in the pass game, you know, do some swing routes, um, some wheel routes as well. Uh, I think with him, you know, leading the charge, it'll take a lot of pressure off of Hertz and allow us to have a great season. Yeah, no, I agree one hundred percent. And uh, interesting, you went Miles Sanders there out of the gate. That's a, that's a, I I feel like that's a solid choice, Robbie. What do you think of Justin's uh, first pick there, going Sanders? Yeah, I mean, I, I, it's hard to argue with it. I think, um, you know, clearly he's a guy that you could argue is probably our most dynamic playmaker. I think uh, he's had huge flashes. I think he needs to get a little better with concentration sometimes, drop passes. But, um, you know, there were some just head scratching moments last year where he disappeared in games and didn't get the ball. And I'm not even saying it's his fault. It just seemed like Doug would go away with, from what was working. So I hope Sirianni sticks with them. I think he's going to get even more touches. And I was trying to just look it up really quick. I know I cited this stat previously, but there is some kind of insane stat with Miles Sanders where he has one of the most long rushing uh, rushes for TDs among active players or something like that. And he has significantly less carries than all the other guys on that list. So if I can find it, I'll, I'll bring it up, but I think I've cited it before on this podcast. So it's exciting to see what he could do with some more touches. Yeah, no. And, and it does seem like they're going to be using him and uh, you know, and Kenny Gainwell uh, pass catching uh, out of the backfield and and really could uh, make a, a big difference. I'm going to go out on a limb here and, and I'm guessing not super high on your boards, but I think if the Eagles have a good season, 
Uh, we certainly need better play from the defensive secondary. And I think a candidate that could help is if we get something out of Kayvon Wallace, the second year safety, if he could have a, uh, a really good year and get out onto the field and, and be impactful, I, I think that could be huge. I mean, you know, it's hard to like start as a, as a rookie safety. He of course uh, coming in from uh, Clemson and you know, he's got the like Dawkins connection. Dawkins mentored him a little bit, uh, you know, Rodney McLeod coming off an ACL injury. That's a little uh, shaky and they brought in Anthony Harris, but if he can come in there and help uh, bring some dynamic, you know, playmaking ability to the defensive backfield and help fill some holes. I mean, we still really haven't figured out who our second cornerback is. Certainly, whoever that person ends up being was certainly a swing candidate. But Kayvon Wallace, second year, I, I think he could make a jump and I, I think he could have an impact. So I'm going to draft him on my squad. Robbie, you have uh, you have the floor. Who you, who you grabbing here? Man, I can't believe I get this guy at number three. What are you guys doing? Devonte Smith. Um, I mean, right. come on. Is, yeah. it, it's an obvious choice, but how long have we been looking for a number one receiver? I mean, if he can just be uh, a gl- show a glimmer of what he did at Alabama throughout his career. I mean, it is just going to transform our offense. We've been looking for a, new, a true number one wide receiver for years. I mean, probably going back to to, um, you know, we've had flashes along the way guys that have performed, but um, you know, if he can get on the same page with Hertz, I think he could really change this offense. I think it could allow us to move some other guys around Rager, um, you know, Ward and Fulgham. Um, so I, I think he's the obvious choice. Obviously, that's not a hard pick, but it, it really could be huge for the team. Yeah, I like it. Well, Rob, you're right back on the clock here. And yeah, I, I was considering Devonta Smith, but it, yeah, I guess it was. You know, I figured a little, little obvious for my taste. I, I like to get cute on some of these. But what are you doing? What are you doing with your second pick, Rob? Yeah. So my next pick is is interesting, and a, you guys are probably going to get on me because it's not a definitive player, but it's it's a duo, and I'm going to go with Mylotta or Dillard, and you and I have a choice. Both. Yeah, you can, <laughs> uh, because look, only one of them is going to start, so it's really about the left tackle position and. We need one of those guys to definitively step up and solidify the left side of the line. I mean, if there's anything we've seen over the last few years, it's that everything on offense starts, starts with that offensive line. It's the blind side. It looks like my has the lead. So if you want me to pick one, it would be picking my but it's going to be an open competition. So whoever wins, we need to see those guys perform because if we have, you know, a leaking line where everyone's blowing past it's going to cause a lot of problems for our offense. So I, I really think that will swing uh, the team. If, if that left side of the line can be solidified. Yeah. And, and that's where all my optimism for this team is coming from. It's based on this offensive line. The fact that they're a, they're starting, they're coming back all healthy. Uh, you know, Lane Johnson finally got his ankle surgery. Uh, you know, Jason Kelsey getting a fresh start there and Jordan Mailata looked like a legit left tackle, uh, you know, for most of his playing time, it would be great if Andre Dillard's your backup and Jordan, the problem is like Jordan Mailata can play left tackle or right tackle. So there's some value in having him as the backup. Hopefully they don't count that against him when they're, when they're deciding who's going to be the starter. For me, I'm going to go to the other side of the uh, offense or the head over to the defensive line. I'm going to go with the uh, Javon Hargrave. 
kind of a quiet year last year, you know, a big free agent signing coming in from Pittsburgh, young, young player, a lot of talent at the defensive tackle position. Didn't get a ton out of him. Uh, Malik Jackson, no longer on the team. He's playing opposite of Fletcher Cox. I think if this defensive line creates some pressure and, and really has an impact in these games, Javon Hargrave has to be a part of that. And Again, he's young. He started last season injured. He didn't, you know, between him being injured and the weird uh, stuff with COVID, I don't think he got a real camp in him. And he, he started off, got off to a really slow start. I, I'm optimistic on him in uh, 2021. I, I think he can have a big impact on that defensive line. And if the defensive line is going to carry the uh, defense, I, I think Hargrave has to have a massive season. Justin, what are you doing with your uh, with your second pick? Look, I like who you guys are picking, but I think we really need this guy to step up. If if we're going to have a good season, you're going to see this guy do a lot better than he did last year, and that's Regor. Yeah. Um, we can count on Smith, it sounds like, or we should be able to at this point, but Regor only had 31 receptions, under 400 yards last season, and only one touchdown. So if uh, he's able to you know, double those numbers, which I honestly think shouldn't be too difficult, um, we're going to have a great season because that means Devontae's getting the ball. It's opening some more things up for Rager. We're getting him involved as well. So I think uh, I had Rager actually two on my board simply because I think if we're winning games, you're going to see his numbers start to peak. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm totally high on uh, on Rager and fantasy, and I think I think we'll see how defenses play them. But if they're gonna, you know, draw some attention to Devonta Smith, or, or you know, maybe shade the 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 safety a little Devonta Smith way, that's gonna create so many opportunities for Rager. He seems like a guy who's gonna be involved in the screen game as well. So. Yeah, I mean, it, they should be drawing up a ton of like yards after the catch stuff for him, and uh, I, I think he really has a uh, has a good chance of breaking out in twenty twenty one. Justin, before we get your uh, third round pick here, want to shout out Coors Light, of course. You need a moment to turn off and hit reset. Reach for a Rocky Mountain refreshment, aka Coors Light. Oh man, I know twenty twenty. I wanted to hit the reset button a number of times, and uh, thank God I had some cold Coors Light. Get me through that brutal twenty twenty Eagles season. Of course, Coors Light's the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look, delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado, and as always, celebrate responsibly. Justin gave you some time there for your uh, third round pick. What do you what do you lean in here? Um, I, you know, I liked Rob's pick when he said about Dillard or my Lotta. I wish he just would have picked one of them, but that's okay. Uh, but you know, and I was, leaning- he said, if we made him pick Gordon, my Lotta, and I think we should make him pick because we're expecting these coaches to make the right pick. We got to get Rob to make the right pick here. Cause cause the reason I didn't go to that side actually is because, you know, you got a decent backup there and I know my Lotta can switch sides, but when he goes over to, you know, where Lane Johnson is, it's not nearly as effective. So I got to pick Lane Johnson here. You know, he only played seven games last season and only 12 in 2019. This is a guy who has to stay healthy. If we start seeing results, I think you're actually going to see him in the lineup. Most of the games starting games, he only had played 405 snaps last season. You know, I think a lot of that really affected Wentz's progress. I don't mean to say his name, but yeah, we got to <laughs> bring him to I'm life. I'm going to make a note to edit that out. Carson who <laughs> Justin. 
but you know, we started originally blaming all this pressure, you know, guys weren't playing the offensive line, this and that. And, you know, we, we realized that Wentz was actually the true problem there, but you know, Hertz is still young. He's going to need to build some confidence. And in order to build that confidence, I think he needs lane there um, leading the charge on the offensive line and making things happen and being able to have some consistent play and some health from him, I think will go a long way in order for us to have a, a great season. And they seem like buddies, by the way, you see, if you, if you follow them on social media, I've seen lane and, yeah. and, uh, yeah. and hurts hanging out. So it does seem like they're, they formed some kind of bond already. They were, they were, yeah, they had a selfie together where they said like Oklahoma guys hanging out. Uh, I haven't seen any uh, Jalen hurts of him, you know, when matching outfits with his wife, holding his baby's hand while they go murder some ducks. Haven't seen any of those. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, those pro football focus guys were making fun of Carson Wentz. And it, I was so tortured because I wanted in my head, I wanted to defend Carson Wentz, but then I knew they were right. And oh, <laughs> fuck those guys. All right. My third pick here for Eagles that are going to swing the season in the positive Brandon Brooks. I mean, we can't state this enough. The offensive line is where this team is going to succeed. He's coming off a big injury. He's had two big, you know, season ending injuries. Uh, he came off the first, you know, he recovered from the first uh, Achilles fine and, and had a great season. We need him to do that again. Uh, he, he got that injury um, very Was it preseason or was it before the season? I, I know it was like real early on and there was even talk if they would have squeaked yeah. into the playoffs that he, he might've been able to go in the playoffs. So he's had a ton of time to recover by all accounts. He looks great in camp. Um, and you know, the, we got to have a solid offensive line and, and Brandon Brooks is going to be a, uh, a big part of that. Robbie, who's your, who's your third round pick? Third round pick is going to be Travis Fulgham. Mm. Um, mm. Look, the guy had an unbelievable five grain stretch. We saw glimpses of what he can do. The question is, was it a flash? Uh, uh, just luck five games or can he recapture that? You know, again, I think it can help change things on our offense. We've talked about this before. Obviously Smith's going to be one of our outside guys. Can we have Fulgham on the other side? maybe bump Rager to the slot, make the offense a little more dynamic. We like Greg Ward, but you know, may, arguably Rager could be an upgrade in the slot over Ward. So, you know, again, I, I think if these receivers pan out, our offense could be pretty good. Uh, and, and Fulgham, I think is a big part of that. Yeah. I mean, tra God, I, I still have trouble wrapping my head around how he was so good for such a short period of time. There's a lot of questions about his practice and, and off field issues of, of just like not seemingly having his head in the game, but like just, he, he was too good for an extended period of time. I, I refuse to believe Travis Fulgham is the, is the Jeremy Lynn of NFL receivers. Like this guy has to have some more good games in him. I, I just can't see him being a complete dud this year. We got to get something out of Fulgham. Although I'll, I will say this, like, I think we'll know early on if we're going to get much from Fulgham. Like certainly there's a world where if he's just kind of like not picking up the playbook and whatever, I think we'll know early on whether we're going to get much from Travis Fulgham, Rob, who's your, uh, since it is a snake draft, who's your, who's your uh, fourth round pick? Yeah. So the next pick, I'm going to shift it over to defense and I'm going to go Derek Barnett. Um, you know, this is a guy we drafted high. He's had some ups, he's had some downs. He's, 
you know, it, it seems like he's constantly making dumb penalties. Um, can this be the year he kind of emerges? And and this is really a big year for him because I think they have some contract decisions that are going to be coming up for him. You know, I think last year he had five and a half sacks, like six and a half the year before. I really think this could be a make or break year. And, you know, at the end of the day, our defense, I think is still built around pressure to the quarterback. So we need guys like him to get that pressure, whether it's a rotation or otherwise. And I think he's one that we need to step up. Yeah, Sean, can I just agree with Rob here? I think that Barnett is going to be a big factor for us. I completely agree with that. And that's Josh Sweat is breathing down his neck right now, trying to take over that spot. And I think a big thing too, with Barnett is that, you know, they picked up that $10 million option. So he's actually getting paid more than Slay, Brooks and Graham. And if he's not, you know, performing, I mean, that starts to ruin a little bit of locker room chemistry. I could see that down the line if we're not playing well and he's not playing well. Um, that could be a concern. So I, well, I yeah, agree with Rob there. He and he is in this interesting kind of middle of the ground because they didn't extend him. They could have extended him and reduced his cap number, but they they're kind of doing the same thing that they did with Aguilar, like just letting him play out his fifth year. And of course, that was a disaster with Aguilar. He, he clearly wasn't worth the nine million. Now Derek Martinet, similar similar situation. Here you go, ten million dollars. This is a make or break year, and you would expect a. a you know, I I mean, they call them contract years for a reason. So I think if we are ever going to get like a, that first round draft pick year out of Derek Barnett, I I feel like it has to be this year. And hopefully he goes into the season completely healthy. Cause he's one of those guys that's just always been nicked up. And then even when he has been healthy, he's been real hot and cold. Like he's never been horrible. He's just never been amazing. And the flashes he have, uh, he has had, have just been that just flashes where he's, he's looked pretty good, but then not, not like dominant moving over to my uh, fourth round pick the cornerback who I like this guy, but yeah, he's coming off a pretty, uh, pretty shitty year. They moved him to outside cornerback. Clearly that's not his fit. They have him back in the slot. Avante Maddox took him. Yeah. Ah, Sean. I mean, come on. I like, I mean, him and uh, him and Goddard were roommates. Like they were, they were uh, on the uh, Eagles, Amazon show. They had a fun relationship, like just a couple dudes hanging out doing uh nerf gun fights. Of course, that's what they showed on the camera. God knows what he's getting into after. Uh, but I mean, I, I want to like Avante Maddox more, but he had a pretty disappointing season. Certainly concerning, uh, just overall. Like I feel like he got burned a bunch. But again, clearly outside cornerback isn't his position. They moved him back into the slot, which is supposed to be his strength. And we need him. We need that strength because again, we still don't know who our second cornerback is. And Darius Slay, you know, he was he was good. He wasn't like dominant. He he struggled a little bit with top tier competition. So if the uh, defense is going to stay together and and hold their you know just hang in there, I think we're going to need to see more out of uh, more out of Avante Maddox for sure. Yeah, I think that's a good pick, Sean. And if there's one position where it feels like there's there's still a move to be made, I think it's that CB two slot. Either yeah, either one of these young guys has to emerge, like a McPherson that we drafted. I just don't know that he's ready. Or you know, maybe we we're looking at at first round cuts or or someone else to to fill in there so we can put Maddox squarely in the slot. Yeah, I mean, there's still you know there's still rumors that they're kind of interested in that uh, the cornerback. Uh, what's his last name? Nelson from uh, from the Steelers. 
We'll see if they actually end up making a move on that. I do think part of it is they're holding off until they deal Ertz, which God knows when that's ever going to happen. But once Ertz's money is off the books, I think that frees them up, um, you know, to get a deal done for a second cornerback, which I think they'll have to bring in free agency. You're right. Maybe there's maybe uh, maybe there's a world where Zach McPherson is our second uh, starting cornerback. That's a little scary starting a fourth round guy uh, as your second cornerback, but we'll see. Justin, who who do you got closing out the uh, the draft here of Eagles swing players for your number four pick? Yeah, well, Sean, I was actually going to go with Maddox. That was a solid pick by you. I mean, I agree uh, with Slay there. If Maddox could make a jump, uh, I think that could really help us out in the secondary. It'd be awesome. Um, but you did bring up somebody there at the end, uh, Ertz, and with him gone, Ooh. that only leaves one guy out there who we can really count on in the tight end position, and that's Goddard. And, you know, we've seen flashes from him, but I don't think we've seen anything close to greatness from him, to be honest. I mean, in 2019, he had 58 receptions, which was a decent amount. Don't get me wrong, but, you know, it ended up being 600 yards, uh, had about five TDs that season. And last year, um, he underperformed, I would consider it, 65, uh, sorry, 46 receptions overall. So I think he has a lot of, lot of room for growth there. And if we're able to be successful, I think you're also going to see his stats start to rise considerably, especially with Ertz out of the offense. Goddard has got to learn to carry the load and be that safety valve that Ertz was. I know we're working with Hertz now, but it's nice for those uh, quarterbacks to be able to look to the tight ends in those desperate situations, find a little uh, safety valve there and be able to dish it off and gain those much needed yards in those clutch situations. It's a shame we're we're gonna lose Zach Ertz because Hertz to Ertz has a has a nice ring to it. But uh Goddard, yeah, I mean, again, I'm glad they didn't throw a bunch of money at him. I mean, I'm optimistic on Goddard, but let's see it. Let's see you as a tight end one for an entire NFL season. And, you know, then maybe we'll uh we'll really start to consider you uh kind of next uh or yeah, I mean, just we'll consider you a a guy worth throwing some money at because the tight end position has always uh, always been big in Philadelphia. And yeah, I mean, we gotta have a good we have a, we gotta have a good tight end. Uh, maybe we'll throw out a quick grade of our uh, of our uh, teams here. Of course, want to shout out Prop Swap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Again, if you're out in Hawaii, uh, like Justin, and you can't get to a sports book, don't worry, you can buy real sports book tickets from propswap.com. Maybe I will list my Eagles over a win total from WinBet uh, on PropSwap uh, for you, Justin. So you can purchase it. You can uh, send in a bid so you can try and uh, get it cheap from me, lowball me. And of course, if you use propswap.com, use promo code SGP on your first deposit, you can receive up to $500 in bonus cash. All right, closing it out. Uh, I'm going to give I think uh, Justin, I'm going to grade you, you know, kind of chalky, but I, I think you hit on a lot of good stuff. I'll give you a, uh, give me an a minus Rob. I, I, I would give you some sort of an a, but you're, you're waffling between Dillard and my I'll give you a B plus. What do you, what, Robbie, what do you got for uh, grades for our two teams? Just for dinging me. Uh, I don't know, Sean, I'll give you a, uh, I'll give you a B. Okay. Uh, Honestly, I'm I'm struggling to even remember who everyone picked at this point. I wasn't creating a list of who picked who. So uh and I'll give Justin a B plus. I thought his analysis was solid. He he came prepared today. 
Yeah. Thanks for unlike that. unlike uh, high school. All right, Justin, what do you got? <laughs> what do you got for uh, Rob and I for our our grades? Uh, you know, I liked what Rob had to say, right? You picked Devante, if I remember correctly. He had uh, Barnett in there, which actually I, I think was a, a, probably the best pick out of all those. Um, and then, you know, the waffling kind of hurt a little bit. Uh, I give him a solid B. Sean, uh, you took Maddox from me. I was a little yeah. upset about that at the end. That one burned. Uh, I'll go B minus for you. Oh, you all right. <laughs> Well, man, we got a, it's it's less than 30 days until training camp starts the Eagles season right around the corner. So Jack, so excited. Make sure you subscribe to the diehard Eagles podcast on your podcast, Apple podcast, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts and make sure you download the app. Just type in SGPN in the app store or Google play store. Get that thing downloaded. We got some huge contests coming up. What's up, Justin? Uh, do you mind if I give an honorable mention here uh, to Jake Elliott? Oh, uh, this, he was this on my guy. list. Yeah, he was on. He was twelfth on my list. Uh, he's just, uh, man, is he not frustrating? <laughs> yes, he can be clutch, but I mean, I feel like we always forget those missed field goals that he'll make, like in the second quarter. He'll miss the extra points that just like, you know, are pivotal to our drives, and we really need it in such situations. And then somehow he gets bailed out and we forget about it because especially last season, Wentz would just play horribly. And that's all we would want to talk about. I think if Elliot is able to, you know, make some 30 yard field goals, considering he missed what three field goals last season from under 30 yards, and he he kicked with what six, 74% last season. uh, We're going to need something from him in order to perform well. I don't know if Rob has anything to add to that. No, I mean, not to mention, how does our kicker have a contract of almost $20 million? Yes, thank uh, you. I mean, we're the only another, team another that, Howie that deal. can't cut our kicker, even if we want to. So we're stuck with them. <laughs> we, <laughs> we do we do have an opt-out in 2022, but it's going to hit us for, what, $3.5 million cap hit. So I don't know. <laughs> Optimus we'll Rob was not ready to uh, deal with the Jake Elliott cap hit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, All right. Well, thanks guys for tuning in for the diehard Eagles podcast. I'm Sean second, the money green for my fellow diehards, Robbie and Justin go birds, go birds. Go birds. Go birds.